This morning we're going to read from Hebrews 11, the first 19 verses. In your pew Bible, that's probably on page 1874. You want to open your Bibles to 1874, Hebrews 11, by faith. Now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. This is what the ancients were commended for. By faith, we understand that the universe was formed at God's command so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. By faith, Abel offered God a better sacrifice than Cain did. By faith, he was commended as a righteous man when God spoke well of his offerings. And by faith, he still speaks, even though he is dead. By faith, Enoch was taken from this life so that he did not experience death. He could not be found because God had taken him away. For before he was taken, he was commended as one who pleased God. And without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. By faith, Noah, when warned about things not yet seen in holy fear, built an ark to save his family. By his faith, he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness that comes by faith. By faith, Abraham, when he called to go to a place he would later receive as his inheritance, obeyed and went, even though he did not know where he was going. By faith, he made his home in the promised land like a stranger in a foreign country. He lived in tents as did Isaac and Jacob, who were heirs with him of the same promise. For he was looking forward to the city with foundations, whose architect and builder is God. By faith, Abraham, even though he was past age and Sarah herself was barren, was enabled to become a father because he considered him faithful who had made the promise. And so from this one man, and he as good as dead, came descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as countless as the sand on the seashore. All these people were still living by faith when they died. When they did not receive the things promised, they only saw them and welcomed them from a distance. And they admitted that they were aliens and strangers on earth. People who say such things show that they are looking for a country of their own. If they had been thinking of the country they had left, they would have had opportunity to return. Instead, they were longing for a better country, a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. By faith, Abraham, when God tested him, offered Isaac as a sacrifice. He who had received the promise was about to sacrifice his one and only son, even though God had said to him, it is through Isaac that your offering will be reckoned. Abraham reasoned that God could raise the dead, and figuratively speaking, he did receive Isaac back from the dead. The very words of God. Thank you, Anne. A beautiful reading in relation to faith from Hebrews 19. And right uh, where it ended there with uh, Abraham's offering of Isaac, 
as a sacrifice pointing to to our faith in God who offers Jesus as the sacrifice for our sins. So that is all included there and we'll we'll look at that a little more closely uh, uh, later on this summer, the story of Abraham's sacrifice of Isaac and Isaac really being raised from the dead. Abraham reasoned God could raise him from the dead. Our text this morning is uh, verse 1, the initial verse in this passage. Now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. So our focus is on faith. We've seen quite a bit already this morning. But what a list. What a list of people here. In Hebrews 11, you notice uh, various people named uh, Abel, Enoch, and Noah. Beautiful Harriet talked about Noah. Uh, Abraham is mentioned several times, and then it goes on. Uh, I thought initially to read through the whole chapter. Uh, it uh, goes on. Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, Moses, uh, by faith, refused to be known as a son of Pharaoh and, uh, and who joined God's people and left Egypt. And then it, it talks about Rahab going into Jericho, it, it lists in verse 32, Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, David, Samuel. And this morning we would add Aaron and Nathan. Do you realize that? We are simply talking here about people who put their faith in God, their faith in Jesus. And so... If you do that, if I do that, Aaron stands up and does that, Nathan stands up and does that. I mean, this is not an exclusive club of people who buy some... No, it's, it's us. It's normal, ordinary people like us who, who put our faith in God, in Jesus. And so this list of names, if you have put your faith in Jesus, your name is here. And Aaron and Nathan's name joins this list. Hebrews 11, verse 1. Faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. That's faith. And this morning we want to, we want to realize that faith is vital for both the ancients mentioned here. It says in verse 2, this is what the ancients, those from long ago who are commended for, but also us. We need that true faith. So we started out with Heidelberg Catechism, Lord's Day 22. What is true faith? It's that, that hope, that confidence, that assurance we have today, now, that our God forgives our sins, that he leads us, that he watches over us, that he guides us every day. This morning I want to just take a moment, think with you about what we can learn and how we can, can really be encouraged by these words from uh, Hebrews 11 as, as it mentions these people of faith, calls them heroes of faith, that our faith too would be equally strong and sure. Now, I wanted to begin... Uh, as, as we were talking about faith, profession of faith... And Aaron and Nathan stood here, and, and okay, what really happened? It was, it was a solemn moment. It was a beautiful confession as they shared their stories, too, of what God has done. So if you're picturing faith, uh, 
if you think, what, what is faith like? Okay, this is, is faith worked out. Here you have seen it this morning. You've seen uh, faith. There is a, a picture that goes with it that, that you haven't seen yet. And I wanted to share that with you this morning in relation to the fact that these ancient people... Abel, Enoch, Noah, Abraham, Moses. When, when they talked of faith, and the Hebrew word for faith is aman. Say it with me, aman. Faith to them was aman. So when, when it talked about, okay, Aaron and Nathan have made profession of aman. What have they done? In our minds, we're thinking, well, the hope of things, and uh, it's unsure, and, and, but yeah, there somehow. There was a very, very, very specific picture that came to mind when Amman happened. Amman in the Hebrew language. Hebrew language is, is a picture language. There's, there's not that many words four things in Hebrew. The English language has six million words. The Hebrew language has under a hundred thousand words. So when you're trying to say something, different words you use, okay, aman. Aman is faith. It's also, and it includes the picture of a firm foundation. So you picture a firm foundation. So when a building is built, there is always foundation work done. Do we have a picture of foundation? Yeah, here you have a bit of it. You have what we do, right? You, you set some foundation, some solid, you set some solid foundation points. Those of you who build hands, you know about that stuff. You have to have a good foundation. Faith, aman, is foundation. But it's not just this. It's not, of course, they didn't build like we do. They built and they had foundations. But what comes to mind? What was really there? What was the picture of the ancients in ancient times? Abraham walked by the pyramids. Moses served in Egypt, walked by the pyramids, said Amman, walked in faith. Abraham walked in faith. And when they said Amman, they thought of foundations. And they knew, they knew that when the Egyptians built a pyramid, when the pyramid of Khufu was built, they'd built a number of pyramids, and if you look at the history of it, some were built without good foundations, and they collapsed. These pyramids collapsed. You have 500 feet, 150 meters of solid stone, and so it needed a foundation. So. If you're thinking of Amman, if you're thinking of faith, if you're thinking of foundation, if you're walking by a pyramid, when we traveled in Egypt, we sat by the pyramids, huge, 
huge and you think, yeah, this is idolatry, God is not here, wait a minute, wait a minute, there's something here. The, the pyramid foundation, the foundation was, was worked at. So that in fact, the, the pyramid of Khufu is 14 acres, it covers 14 acres. Our church covers just under one acre. So you need 14 acres of land, and that, that amount of land, even here, if you had to build foundations under there, that would take a while, right? They got the foundation of those pyramids, that pyramid, with copper chisels, they got it to within two centimeters. Within two centimeters. If you walk around, it is, it is level, and it is solid on the limestone, and every impurity, and how can you do that? You can't do that today without a laser level. And the thought is that, that yeah, they set out the area, they cleared it off, they, they chiseled down the limestone, and then when it got where they couldn't tell anymore that they chiseled channels all the way across, hundreds and hundreds of feet, and they filled them with water, and they, they worked it so that the water was level. If you had a, because how else could they level something that big? It's perfectly level. The foundation is solid and sure. And only then did they start schlepping those huge stones and putting them on there. Did they start building anything of significance? Aman, faith, is the foundation that we build our lives on. That's the picture. What did these young men do? Here this morning, they, they had that foundation leveled for them, and they are going to build their life on that foundation, a solid foundation, a sure foundation. That's the picture when it speaks here in Hebrews 11 about those who by faith. When you build that foundation you can build with confidence on it, your life. You're uh, going forward in faith in God. And then you can also bring in, I'm not going to go into it here, but when Jesus says, I am the cornerstone, that's all part of it, right? That Jesus is, is the one on that foundation who gives us direction. You set the corner so that this side and this side is straight and this is going up straight and everything is solid and sure. So you have the foundation and faith in God and then the cornerstone is Jesus. I wanted to add one more thing that I found very striking. When we actually had a chance to walk around there, there was opportunity to uh, go into a burial place by the pyramid. So there was an opening at the bottom and then you could go in. Where in that pyramid do you place the body at the end? Somewhere up near the top, somewhere in the middle somewhere that you, you place the body, the final resting place, 
We were on the ground, the pyramid was above us, and we went down. Down, down, down into the foundation. Where is your final resting place? Where is your final hope? It's not in anything you build. It's not in anything we do. It's not anything high and big that even you can see and take any credit for. Our final resting place is down in that foundation, in our faith. There's all kinds of things of of faith and of the Lord and of God pictured because this, this was something that the Hebrews knew. They had been in contact and it was a picture that came to mind. They had been in contact with the Egyptian way of doing things and they, they could see God as the center in their lives, not the pagan Egyptian ideas, but they could see in that what God was actually doing. So that's the picture of faith that comes to us as well when we read this account. In Hebrews 11 verse 3, it mentions how that faith, by faith we understand how the universe was made, that that faith based in creation, and Aaron mentioned that too, how the universe was formed at God's command so that what is seen, what was made, is not made out of what was visible. And, and so a basic stand of faith, how God created all things, that's, that's part of that level, solid foundation that we share, and that we share with the ancients, and that we continue to proclaim today, a solid part of who we are. God made all things, God made us, and God continues to guide and provide all things in this world to his honor and glory. So that's why that's here, beautifully at the start of Hebrews 11. Another concrete picture of what faith means. That's what we believe. And then I thought from there to just be encouraged by, uh, we had the two young men up here, and just to share some insight into the first two uh, who are mentioned here, Abel and Enoch. And just to, to see from their lives how their going forward in faith was the solid basis for their lives. First of all, Abel, Hebrews 4.4, 4, where it says that he, by faith, offered God a better sacrifice than Cain did. And then in Genesis 4.4, 4, where Abel brought the fat portions from some of the firstborn of his flock. The story of Abel is back in Genesis 4. And the picture here is Abel trusts God in his work. And, and as he is tending the flocks, he actually takes the very best. Now that's, that's faith. It says in Genesis 4.4, 4, that Abel brought the fat portions, the best of the firstborn. He didn't hold back. He took the very best of his flock. Now, if you think about it, how, how the, the Hebrew people with their flocks, it wasn't easy. And if they got some, some good uh, lambs, boy, to hang on to that. 
To say, boy, these, these will be good to, to enhance my flock and, and I'll get better through this. But Abel took the very best, not the sick, not the crippled, not the ones you think, boy, I don't know about these at all. They'll never do. They'll probably not reproduce. And if they do, what, what's the use? Their offspring is weak and no good. And Abel trusts God. And he takes the very best. And he gives it to God. And what's he thinking? What's his solid foundation? His solid foundation is God has provided for me and he will provide again. And I can trust in him. And I can give him the very best. I can give him my first and my best because I know he will care for me. And that's a, that's a way to live in faith that, that challenges us today too. We, we are so tempted to worry and, and will God provide and we, we can't hardly give of ourselves or of our, our, our paycheck to God and because, yeah, we, we need it all. And I don't know if there's going to be any more. And the economy is going down and, and, and everything is done for. You say, well, that's not how we live. Faith is solid and sure. Our God has provided. He will provide again. We can trust in him. And so Jesus says in Matthew 6, seek first his...